Welcome to Disney Minus Kingdom Hearts re uh, recaps, where instead of Steven dragging me, kicking and screaming, we're seeing how well I remember the last few games. Yeah. And in this essay, I will continue to refer to Riku as a shit bitch. <laughs> my, my name is Steven, and um, apologies in advance, I guess, if I sound a little bit off on this one. Um, I posted in the Discord a little while ago about having somehow fucking lost the charger on my laptop. Uh, the new one came in. I just haven't charged my laptop yet, so I am just doing the Craig audio for myself instead of um, having myself on Audacity like I normally do. Should be fine, though. Cat normally sounds fine. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, I, I think I said my name. I'm Steven. Way to step up there, Rick. Hey. <laughs> okay, so this one is... Kind of a weird game. It reminded me a lot of Court Oh, obviously Kingdom Hearts, but also meets Pokemon slash Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, a little bit. This is the time uh, we're okay. The uh, the recap this time. Um, you guys have seen the title obviously already. Uh, but we're doing it's the 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 summary for Chain of Memories, which is that yeah. time Sora learned how to play uh, trading card games. Yeah, the second game, but not Kingdom Hearts two. That will be the next one. Right. <laughs> God. All right. So this one does pick up uh, basically immediately after the events of the last movie. So we are headed towards Castle Oblivion, which doesn't yeah. sound, you know, ominous at all. Right. Uh, oh, also, they're being led by a mysterious black hooded coated man, which, again, being a young child and three questionable cartoon characters, just totally he seems like totally safe and secure to follow into a random big ass castle. In fairness, if I was Sora's age and I saw a dude floating around in a cloak, I'd probably be like, hey, yo, what's that about? And run after him. Well, and also, but, let's be honest, if anybody in this game series made good decisions, we probably wouldn't have a game series. Also that. But also, yeah, uh, Donald and Goofy should absolutely... I think they were asleep is what happened. Because, like, he wandered off... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he wandered off while they were still sleeping or some shit. And I mean, that's they didn't cool. tell him no. They're still with them, but we really don't see much of them in the game. Because as we'll see in a moment, this game is mostly based on Sora. Yeah. They they get um, inside. Turns out everything is ruled by cards. And so Donald and Goofy, whenever he's in the room world, don't exist or something. Something like that. Well, basically, when they go in, they realize that they've forgotten all of their abilities that they gained through the next game. Yeah. And also, apparently, the deeper they go into the castle, the more memories they lose, but they'll uncover new memories. So it's like, so you're losing memories you had, but you're also gaining new, quote unquote, new memories. Which, suspiciously, we don't really see that impact Donald and Goofy too much. Um, right. We know well, because it's mostly based, I think because it's mostly based on Sora's memories, he's not going to have as many memories of them because so far he's only been with them for one game. Exactly. Well, no, I mean, like, we see uh, Jiminy's journal is suddenly blank, and um, Goofy, specifically we see where Goofy has forgotten, or everyone has forgotten Hollow Bastion. But, like, we don't really get a lot of dialogue from Donald and Goofy talking about stuff that they have forgotten. Suspiciously, it's just Sora that seems to be forgetting stuff and then later on remembering stuff, which I'm sure right, is that, fine. Well, that would probably be, like, a whole other side game, too, but not really like, integral to the rest of the game. <laughs> Side game of just Donald and Goofy being like, hey, is Sora okay? What's going on? The DLC that nobody asked for. Yeah. Uh, but also, so they meet this weird hooded, you know, totally not a pedo guy. Yeah. And he creates a deck of cards. He makes his Yu-Gi-Oh deck from Sora's yeah. and his friend's memories and then tells them that everything that they do encounter in the uh, in the castle is based on those memories. And then he tells Sora to go buy some booster packs. For $9.99, limited time only. Exactly. Or, sorry, $9.99 monies. Yeah. <laughs> monies. <laughs> uh, so then Sora starts doing his thing. He goes through the castle, so we find out that pretty much everything that we did in the last game has been wiped out. Yeah. Like, probably one of the saddest things ever is the 100-acre wood section. At least that was the saddest to me. Yeah! Because poor fucking Pooh. Oh, no, 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 That's, um... I think you're thinking of in Kingdom Hearts 2 when Pooh doesn't remember any of his friends. That might be it. To be fair, it has been a while. Yeah, because if but I remember... Wood is still messed up, though. If I remember, I think in Chain of Memories, it's just that he's like, yo, where'd my friends go? 
Right. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> um, also, as we go through all of these different worlds, and I swear to God, by we'll recap this more when we do get to Kingdom Hearts 2. But at one point, I just want to knock Belle and Beast heads together. Because I'm like, God damn, how many times do we have to fucking play Dr. Phil for you two? Yeah, it's just that. The the world plots are a lot more self-contained in Chain of Memories. Like, they they basically do not matter, especially because now you can do the worlds literally in any order. Um, aside from Traverse Town is the only one that sort of reflects on the overall plot that's going on, but that's because it's the first one. And then, of course, the last three worlds matter, obviously. But, like, everything else in between just doesn't really matter. And then, yeah, the plot that they come up with for Hollow Bastion is, like, a mix of Hollow Bastion with Maleficent and Beauty and the Beast stuff, which is really weird, but, you know, it's... It is what it is. It's something. It, it sure is, is the thing. It, it sure is a thing. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, also, as we're going through the castle and visiting up all the worlds and stuff, we are also meeting more of the mysterious organization. Yeah, I run this place. Oh, I keep forgetting if they actually call it Organization 13 in Chain of Memories or if they just say the organization. I think they just call it the organization. I think so. Um, but the important thing is we meet uh, four, the ones that we're going to meet, we meet four of them here in Sora's story. Uh, we see, can I go ahead and list their names off or should we? No, yeah, go for it. Okay, so we have Marluxia who is the quote-unquote Lord of Castle Oblivion. Sure. You've got Larkseen, who's the weird-ass frickin' mantis-headed girl who looks kind of like Draco <laughs> Malfoy, but with anime antenna. I mean, yeah. I, am I wrong, Steven? No. We have Axel, who eh, turns out not, not really all he seems. And then we also have Vexen, who is Mar described as Marluxia's unwilling collaborator. That's technically true. Yeah. I mean, then we also find out eventually from Freaky Mantis Girl that there is somebody else in the castle that Sora is slowly remembering from his memories as an old friend named Namine, who has really freakishly big hands and feet, even for a Kingdom Hearts character. Yeah. I think it's just because I think it just looks worse with her because, like, she wears sandals, so you actually see her feet as opposed to, like, Sora's got the giant cartoon shoes, so it's not oh, right, feet are big. He's got the big boots. Namine just has really fucking big feet. Yeah, so I, th I think it's like more noticeable with her, but yeah. Either way, it's really creepy. We also have a version of Shitbitch that's running loose in the castle, who may or may not actually be Shitbitch. Yeah. <laughs> he's totally rocking like the the bodycon hot topic cosplay fantasy like bodysuit which you do you dude yeah that whole thing um still not as bad as pete's uh, crotch zipper suit god i will never never get over that yeah we'll, we'll get to that on the kh2 summary don't worry yeah oh no that that unfortunately will be visited again yeah so anyway um yeah we find out about nominee sora slowly is remembering her so what happens with that uh, oh, it turns out that uh, Nomine is in the castle. She is actually manipulating Sora's memories. Yeah. Sora's got, in actuality, no idea who she is, but she's basically supplanting herself. And if you guys could imagine all the memories that Sora would have had with Kyrie, she's kind of self-inserting it in there. Yeah. Like, if Pretty you have well. seen... Like, spoiler alert, though, if any of you guys have seen Bleach but not finished it, a uh, slight spoiler alert for the substitute Shinigami arc, uh, kind of like what Tsukashima did with his power, where she's basically inserting herself into Sora's memories. Yeah. Crucially, though, it's not because she's, you know, evil and, ha-ha, I'm going to mess with Sora. It, it, right. We do see that, like, th she has this ability, and over the course of, like, mainly Kingdom Hearts 2, we'll find out why, but... um. Basically, Larkseen and the others somehow or another have gotten a hold of her and, like, trapped her and are basically forcing her to do this because it's, like, otherwise... Well, they, they leave it blank, but it's, like, otherwise fill in with something bad here and we'll do that. Right. Nom Nominee is not... She is not an antagonist. She's not doing this out of any ill intent on her end. She's she's sad and blonde. <laughs> she's sad, blonde, and big-footed, yes. <laughs> So then, you know, we again continue 
re-repairing everything in the other worlds that we, you know, technically already did in the last game. And while the whole way we're making our way up through the castle and remembering more and more. Yeah. Um, finally, we do get to the highest floor and we fight Marluxia, the dun-dun-dun castle overlord. Oh, remember what happens before that, though. We get a we get a special world that Sora is pretty sure he's never been to. But they tell him it's from the other side of his heart. I'll let you fill in that part. Oh, uh, do you not remember that? That it's not a ton that happens there. Um, we uh, we we see Twilight Town, which um, again we'll see again in uh, Kingdom Hearts two because of the the Roxas section of it. Um, but yeah, uh, we get um, one of the worlds that he goes to is Twilight Town, where Sora's like, I'm very certain I've never been here. What's going on? But uh, either Vexen or Marluxia, I forget which. One of them tells him that it's uh, that the memories of it are from the other side of his heart, which at this point, they don't know what that means. Uh, this is where... this is, Hang on. Have I been saying Marluxia's name wrong? It, okay, it, it's Marluxia, but, like, I didn't know that for certain for a long time because he was only in Chain of Memories, and, which was originally on the Game Boy and therefore was not voiced, so I even thought it was Marluxia for a long time. So, but yeah, that's eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, what was I oh yeah, this uh, it during the Twilight Time stuff that like we get the big reveal about Nominate. We find out about um, the Riku that he's been fighting is actually a clone created by Vexen, it and not uh, the actual shit bitch. It's just another shit bitch. Yes, and also Sora watches Vexen get murdered right in front of him by Axel, which damn. That was pretty. That was pretty awesome. That was that was a lot. That was a whole moment and a half. It was cold, dude. Yeah, a little bit. No, no, he used fire, so it was hot. Ha 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 Okay, fine. <laughs> it was lit then. <laughs> oh damn! And I will point out, wow. which I'm, I'm sure I did point out in the actual episode, he dies two different ways, both horrifically, because in the Game Boy right. version, in the Game right. Boy version, they were like sort of limited on what they could show, despite you know like what the game right. was able to render. So right. they had him throw his little, like, throwing weapon chakram thing from off screen and, like, life right through him. Which <laughs> and, is still pretty, you know, being bisected, probably still a pretty bad way to go. Exactly. In the PlayStation version, I'm pretty sure he does still attack um, Vexen a couple times, but the main thing that he does is he fucking snaps his fingers and Vexen just explodes into a big fireball. Yeah, he pretty much does like a more glammy version of Thanos's of Thanos. Infinity War spoilers. <laughs> oh no. Hey, uh, covered my ass, okay. <laughs> Incredible. So anyway, yeah, he fights um he fights Marluxia. It's I'm really confused. I'm always confused by like the last world in it because um Nominate gives him a card for Castle Oblivion. So it's like, does that just, is it making, like, it, I don't know, for some reason that always just messes with me. Like, why does it need a card to just show what it is by default, you know? I think, I want to say it's like, it's not something that will remind him, but it's a way that he will eventually be able to remember again, because we also find out after this fight that Nominee gives Sora and his friends like these little pod machines that they can go into and they'll recover their own memories, but they will forget everything that just happened in the castle. So I think the card is like, you know, if you choose to or if you're able to, you can use this to help you maybe remember what happened in the castle. Kind of, mainly I just meant more like whenever whatever card you use on a floor, it's like all of the rooms in that get like a reskin to kind of fit to look like that world. So the Castle oh. of card basically just is like, this is what the place actually looks like. And, like... Oh, that, that I have no fucking idea. They do it because, like, that's just the mechanic that they've been using, and so on and so forth. It'd be weird to suddenly come up with, oh, this door is actually unlocked with a key. But it always just, for me, has messed with me that, like, it's a card that just makes it look like the way it look, would look anyway. But, eh. So, yeah. So, Sora defeats Marluxia. Like five times because this is an RPG, um, which means yeah, you don't you don't just kill him once. He has multiple. What's the? This isn't even my final form. Yeah, fucking pretty much. Um, 
But, oh, before Sora and his friends go to sleep, Sora and Amine do promise that they're going to meet again as real friends somehow. Yes. And uh, Sora because... is just proving that, you know, that she's not a bad person. Sora basically says, I think if we had met, we would have been friends. So let's meet up again without, you know, all the mind fuckery next time. Exactly. And he, she did help him. So rather than saying thanks right yeah, now. So would do what? I said she was not bad in this game. You know, she did not have the ulterior motives. Exactly. So, but rather than saying thank you right now, as part of his promise that we'll meet, that they'll meet again and become friends, he says, when we do meet again, that's when I'll thank you. And they're like, well, crap, how are we going to remember? And so Jiminy writes down something that will confuse the shit out of them in the next, in Kingdom Hearts 2. He just writes, thank nominee. And it's like, buddy, you could have put a lot more context with that instead of just two words. Not even a lot more. You could have put just a little more context there. Yeah, but no, no, that's fine. That's fine. No. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so that's that's pretty much Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, that, no, or, well, you know, chain of memories, but yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? Shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> the second Kingdom Hearts game, which is not Kingdom Hearts 2. I know, right? Um, that was so yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! That was Disney's Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Disney's Yu-Gi-Oh! God, that's a good one. But yeah, yeah so that's, that's Chain of Memories. Um, so, well, real quick, I know this is a short episode because it was a... It was a I mean, Game Boy. Yeah, well, yeah. One, the recaps are going to be short, but then two, it was a Game Boy game. Like, there's already not but as much to it. There's only so much you can go into with a Game Boy game. Yeah, and again, especially since like the worlds don't matter, and we're not recapping the world plot because if we did, right. it would take longer. But like, that would be like if we tried to literally go into the full like chronological and in-depth Pokemon timeline. Yeah. Well. Because also, again, especially on Chain of Memories, the worlds don't matter because they're kind of just here for you're recapping, basically. To have something to do. You're not recapping, that. you're rehashing, basically. Basically. Because, um, again, you're playing, you know, you're playing Dr. Phil for frickin' Beauty and the Beast and their other friends. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that uh, so that's Chain of Memories. Uh, go ahead and getting into the plugs real quick. Um, you can find us, of course, on, or at Disney Minus Pod on Twitter. Uh, as always, I'll go ahead and give Nero first, since they're not on these episodes. Uh, you can find them at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, they've also got a Transformers podcast called Prime Cuts. Uh, you can find that at Prime Cuts Pod. They have taken on the Sisyphean task of uh, making a podcast, giving the entire plot of um, Final Fantasy XIV. That, that is called Radio Free Heidelin, and you can find that at Heidelin Radio. Um, it's it's Nero and their friend Jane doing that one, and oh, best of luck to them. Right, that's that's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be a lot. Um, that's not yeah. gonna be a mini series. So yeah, Cat, you go. Uh, I'm Cat. You can find me, of course, with Stephen on and Stephen and Nero on the Disney minus. You can also find me on my Twitter at z minus eighty seven, where at the moment I'm actually getting a bunch of random people responding to one of my tweets because I called out Walgreens for being stupid, and a bunch of people agree with me. There you go. Uh, yeah, basically Walgreens like allowed one of their cashiers to refuse selling condoms to a couple because it was against their moral religion. And they're like, well, we allow our customers to, or we allow our our employees to not participate in transactions that is morally offensive to them. And I just retweeted saying, hey, Walgreens, explain this. And now everybody's jumping on being like, so healthcare is a moral, is a moral thing now? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's picking up on my page a bit. Um, but other than that, um, yeah. And then, of course, you can catch me on. We've got one more recap episode to do. We will not be doing Vcast. We'll be going after this one. We'll be going to the actual Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Uh, and and after that, we'll be back with going. We'll be doing the regular Kingdom Hearts games. Right. And then we'll get to what should be the regular schedule, which will be, you know, do episodes uh, for the game. And then we'll do, we'll still do these recaps, right. but it'll be game recap. Then into the next game. We're playing playing catch up at the moment. But then, yeah, once that, that plus everything between work and vacation scheduling, we got a little bit, a little bit off kilter. But after this episode, we should be back on track, like Stephen said. Yes. All right. And Stephen, your plug. I am at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Um, There's also Resi Beats Pod, the uh, Twitter for Resonant Beats. 
the um, actual play podcast that I'm on, we have like the three or four different storylines going on. One of those is um, is interstitial, our hearts intertwined. We've also got a D and D thing going where one of us is where like three of us are playing cat or cat siblings, <laughs> and the other one is uh, our adopted mom who found us all in a box. Um, we've got just other side episodes. It, it's a whole barrel. Um, and then I've also got dad underscore tastic where I am getting back into posting semi-regularly, trying to get back to posting every day if I don't forget. Um, doing more than before, so yay! Yeah. Still very proud of the most recent joke that I posted, even though I didn't actually come up with that one myself. I got it from a YouTuber that I watched, but still it was very, very good. I have a new one for you, Steven. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is courtesy of my dad, because he does Bad Joke Fridays with me and Haley. What is the best place to hide from a ghost? I don't know. The living room. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Write that to me and send it to me later. Oh my goodness. I'll do it when we're done. I'll do it when we finish up. Okay. 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 Are you so okay? yeah, I was gonna. Well, actually, I guess we can still say fuck Disney if we want to. I was gonna say that, and then I was like, wait, that's not a Disney. We're not doing a Disney episode. Um, yeah, but it's posted on the actual Disney Minus page, so... It's true. Uh, so yeah, so there's that, and uh, as I always say on these Reverse for Reverse episodes, I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. Fuck the bitch. <laughs>
fairly certain that I'm good. Uh, I never really get any com- complaints about her being able to hear me on the Bluetooth headset that I'm using. So hopefully all of that's good. Anyway, uh, my name is Steven. Oh, no, you said that. I did. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, so um, today we're doing another we're doing another recap episode because we're still trying to catch up on the recap. Um, we're almost so, there. Yes, we're almost there. Do you remember which game we're doing on this one? Yes, we are. We are doing Shade of Memories Reverse Rebirth. Yeah, the one uh-huh. where we got the uh, name of our podcast. Ha ha. Ha ha. So yeah. Um. So so regular regular chain of memories was was all about Sora. Uh, reverse rebirth. I remember the first time that I played uh, Chain of Memories on the Game Boy. I I didn't buy it new. I bought the Game Boy game for it from GameStop. So if I remember right, I had already seen like the logo for reverse or the option for reverse rebirth sitting on the title screen. But I didn't know what that was about because I just did the regular game. I remember this blowing my my mind the first time I loaded it up. And I was like, oh, shit, you get to be Riku this time? Okay. Oh, crap. There's more. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole extra game in here. And this time it's about Riku going through the basement of Castle Oblivion. Right, right. The whole time this game is going, this isn't like, you know, a sequel or a prequel to the regular chain of memories, this is like a side cool where the whole time you're playing the main game, this is what's happening apparently at the same time, I think it's implied. More or less, like, it starts when It Thor- might overlap a little bit, but, I mean, for the most part, it's around the same time frame as the main chain of memories. Yeah, because um, there will be, there is a moment where, like, Riku's like, whoa, this whole castle is shaking, and then, like, finds out five minutes later, oh, that's because Sora just killed the guy that was in charge. <laughs> And at that point, he's got, like... The floor two... just shanked a bit. <laughs> and at that point, he's got, like, two floors left. So they're offset by, like, just a little bit. Riku's story starts when Sora's probably on, like, floor three or four. Right, but more or less, for the for a good chunk of the game, it's more or less happening around the same time. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, because if you, if you remember, Steven, um, or our readers, uh, at the end of the first Kingdom Hearts, uh, Riku... Went through got, all kinds of shit. The little he was yeah. a shit bitch and turned into a shit bitch, and he got put into the realm of darkness. I was gonna say he was trapped in the shadow realm, but yeah, that works too. Well, shadow realm, realm of darkness, same thing. Um, anyway, so he somehow gets from there to Castle Oblivion's deepest basement. So we start even further down than Sora and then did. Yes, it's uh, Castle Oblivion is fucking big. It's got thirteen floors above ground and twelve basements. I don't, I don't know. want to think about the mortgage on that place. No. I don't know what you store in 12 fucking basements. Like, at least one of those is probably just a man cave. I'd probably turn one of them into a bowling alley. And at that point, I'm all out of ideas. Uh, you gotta have, if you have pets, you gotta have at least one floor per pet. Like, turn it into a little palace. That's a good point. Um, I'm sure uh, Larcine probably has an entire floor, whether it's a basement or one of the top Fair floors. Well. That's just... <laughs> A, yeah, as a, a salon for uh, Larkstein and Marluxia, for sure. Probably Axel hanging out there, too. But really just somewhere for her to hang out and, like, bitch about everybody. Let's be honest, Steven. She bitches about everybody to their face. She doesn't need her own space for that. That's also true. She needs a space for all of her freaking hair gel. Yeah. But, but, uh, uh, so anyway, so Riku, is, Riku is trying to fight his way from the basement up, much like Sora was. Uh, Riku is also fighting figments of previous enemies because he is also fighting against his own inner darkness, which made him a shit bitch in the first place. Yeah, we we talked about, um, you know, we we the joke in general is the Disney World don't matter. That is, abso- no. that is like to the nth degree on uh, the Riku on um, Chain of Memories Reverse Rebirth because literally the only world that has a plot is Hollow Bastion. And that's just Riku going, wow, I really fucking hate having to remember how I was the bad guy. And so he decides that <clears throat> all he's going to do in every world is destroy the bad guys, destroy everyone who lives in darkness. And then, like, a mysterious voice tells him, well, don't forget to take yourself out last. And he's like, if that's what I got to do, that's what I got to do. Shit, bitch has got a bitch shit. Yeah. How, so, uh, how much... He's, how, okay. how much shit would a shit bitch bitch if a shit bitch could bitch shit? 
No, wait. How much shit could a shit bitch shit if a shit bitch could bitch shit? Yes. He'd bitch as much shit as a shit bitch could if a bitch if a shit bitch could bitch shit. Yes. I, I think I'm getting myself tied or, or turned around and tied in a knot. Anyway. I think I am too. And also we confused the cat because he, he just woke up from a dead sleep and glared at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Mother, what are you talking about? Mother, why? Um, anyway, while uh, Riku is fighting up from the basement, he is also having to go up against Vexen. Yeah. Um, who, you know, we already kind of saw a glimpse of before in Sora's story because Vexen is also creating, is also controlling the replica, the the bitchplica <laughs> of Riku that Sora and his, that Sora is fighting at the same time. Yeah, Vexen shows up and he's like, "Hey, spit into this little cup for me. It's for a twenty-three and me thing." And Riku's like, "All right, sure." <laughs> yeah, this can't possibly have any bad consequences. Um, but no, Riku or Vexen is trying to get Riku's data. Because he is trying to go against whatever Mar- Marluxia, I said it right, has in uh-huh. mind. So Vexen is trying to uh, trying to go against Marluxia here. Yeah, basically, um, Marluxia and Larxene are plotting... They want to take down the organization. Yeah, they want to overthrow the entire Organization 13 by brainwashing Sora into their puppet. So basically, they want to have Sora take down Organization 13 for them so that they can take over. And so Vexen and a couple other dudes that are just hanging out in the basement, um, their names being Lexeus and Zexion, um, they decide, well, shit, if they're going to brainwash Sora, we're going to need, like, someone who can alt, who, someone who can, like, hold Sora off. So we're going to need power. Yeah. Um, so they, they, to be fair, don't try to brainwash Riku. Their plan is to, con- is to try to talk him into helping it's just that Riku has no time for them. Right, and then that's where we run into our favorite asshole, our frickin' Ed Hardy party ripoff, fucking Ansem, who is still apparently possessing Riku and is trying to regain control of him again. Kind of, like, not possession like in the first game where he's in control, but No, like, no, no, but he's still there. He's, he's latched on like a little ghost tumor. He's a little frickin' leech is what he is. Yeah, there we go. He's a frickin' leech that has tribal tattoos and is shooting Jaeger. Leech, Ed, Ed Leech. Or Leech Hardy. Uh, uh, yeah. But lucky for Riku, we've still got Mickey's power hanging around that manages to keep Ed Hardy at bay. Yeah, Michael Mouse is kind of here. Kind of, but not really. Not yet. Nah, because we, we skipped it because it happened so fast. But this game starts with Riku waking up, not in the realm of darkness anymore. I think it's called. I think it's. I think he's told it's like the realm of in between or something like that. Basically, just a big gray area. Um, like a void, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mickey is like still is like still trying to get to Riku from the realm of darkness, and in the meantime, sends like a hologram of himself to right, to like an Riku. avatar almost. Yeah. Uh, also, Riku runs into somebody else that's in Vexen's circle, and Steven, you're going to have to remind me how to pronounce this dude's name. Which Le- one? Le- Lexeus? Lexus? Oh, yeah. yeah, another one that we never saw, like, um, uh, another one that we never heard out loud for a long time, but Lexeus. Like, okay, so it is Lexeus. Okay, but he is part of Vexen's circle, so he's yes. trying to, he's on the side that's trying to counteract Marluxia, um, but he actually, or I'm sorry, not him. Uh, during this, Riku does defeat him, but then he does start getting dragged into the realm of darkness again. Yeah, yeah. He, um, <laughs> uh, like, they have kicked Riku's entire ass, and then Riku passes out, and Ansem, like, yeah. takes over for a minute and is like, I can't let anything bad happen to this body, so bye. I mean, hey, when they know how to eat the ass, right? <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> Don't die, Steven. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, uh, so during this, though, because Ansem, of course, is trying to once again take Riku's body as his own, and now we see Mickey pop in. We yeah. see Michael Brown about damn time. Yeah, this is where they officially become father and son. Uh, Mickey oh, formally adopts. <laughs> Mickey formally adopts Riku. They take a break. They find a window in Castle Oblivion. They hop out of it and leave for like an hour so that they can go down to a courthouse and like fill out the paperwork so that uh, Mickey is legally Riku's dad. 
because as we all know, none of these Destiny Island kids have parents. All that we've seen of any of their parents is hearing Sora's mom say that dinner is ready. So as far as we know, they all like sprouted up out of the ground on their own. It's it was all like asexual reproduction. They all just kind of budded and grew somewhere. Exactly. Um, they started so then, off. And then at about this point, this is when I believe Stephen, when you mentioned the castle shaking, because Marluxia has been defeated. Somewhere in there. Somewhere around that. But then we get another one of Vexen's allies, who is Zexion. Yeah. Who and now is, he tries to because apparently the darkness didn't work, so now he tries to drown Riku in light. Yeah. Yeah, because at this point, Vexen is also dead. So he's like, well, fuck, I'm the only person left. Um, yeah, that, uh, whole, that whole little defense didn't really work out well for them. Uh, Riku's, Riku's probably going to kick my ass if he ever gets the chance. I should um, do that before he can. Which, again, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the episode. The big difference between the Game Boy version and uh, the PlayStation version is that this isn't. This is all just a cutscene in the place in the uh, Game Boy version. It's right. just they talk. He like does a whole big explosion of light, and then Nominate shows up and tells Riku like the thing that makes you special is that you're able to use the darkness without being overcome by it. And Riku's like, "Oh, cool. Then I'll use that and cut right through the light and haha, murdered him. Er, murdered him." Oh, and also, uh, little Miss Bigfoot does this while disguised as Kyrie because otherwise, at this point, Riku would be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Because she has not put herself into his memories like she did with Sora. Right. She seems to. I mean, like every everyone seems to be like affected as like a side effect by her abilities. Uh, we find out in Kingdom Hearts two that uh, Leon and the gang from Traverse Town, like, did straight up forget Sora for a year until he came back. But, like, the only one she's able to directly manipulate me- the memories of is Sora himself. So she has not done anything like that to Riku, just like 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 Kat said. She shows up, like, sort of with basically, basically with a, um, uh, what, what's, a glamour. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. She shows up with, like, a glamour to make herself look like Kyrie, And then he's like, you're not Kyrie." She's yeah. like, you're right. You She's like, you're right. I'm blonde. I mean, I'm nominee. And he's like, haha. Figured it out. Yep. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so once she pops up, you know, she helps Riku beat Sexion. Then we get to meet Diz. <laughs> yeah, we do. <clears throat> you can it's, see the look. I'm giving my tablet right now. It turns out that the mysterious voice that Riku heard at the beginning and that has been taunting Riku on and off throughout the castle, pretending to be Ansem, is actually this dude named Diz, which, to be fair, works a lot better on the Game Boy version since nobody had a voice, and so since it was right. just a little image of Ansem and then talking, you were like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Ansem. But then in the uh, PlayStation version, he's actually voiced, so it doesn't work quite as well. Excuse me. Um... But, yeah, it turns out he is this dude named Diz. Um, anyway. For some reason, we don't know why, but he is interested in shit bitch. I mean, Riku. Now is about the time I stop referring to him in shit bitch. Yeah, it's, I, I hate him so much. I kind of forgot exactly what it is. He, I think he's, if I remember right, I think he's like here to test Riku and be like, okay, well, are you going to sink back into the darkness or are you going to stay in the realm of light? me out with a thing. Are you worthy? Not- and yeah, this gets determined by the Bichlipka, the Bichlipka, oh. the Riku replica, who has now learned his memories have been altered. Now, apparently, he needs to justify his existence by the most reasonable and sane method, killing Riku. Yes. If I'm, I'm the clone, but if I kill the real thing, no one will realize that I'm, or it won't matter that I'm a clone, because I'll be the only Riku. Which... I mean, fair, I, I guess. Sure. You know, you know, their relationship reminds me of a, a pair of characters in Invincible. Did you ever watch Invincible? I told you too, but I don't know if you ever did. Which one was Invincible? It's the the one where um, uh, main character is voiced by Stephen Yoon. Um, his dad is called Omni Man, and he's voiced by J.K. Simmons. He's basically oh, you, told Superman, me, but you told me about it, and I want to watch it, but I have not had the chance to yet. Okay, well, this isn't really a spoiler. This is just, hey, here's a, a pair of characters that exist. No, that there, the, even you there are uh, these two characters uh, that are, uh, I think they're Mauler. I was about to call them Cutter. Their last name is Mauler. They're called the Mauler Brothers. Uh, what it actually is, is uh, one guy and a clone, but 
the way his cloning technology works when it transfers all of the mem- uh, he's his cloning technology copies all of his memories over into the clone except for the last like five minutes. So basically so that neither of them will know which is the real one and which is the clone. <laughs> so the two of them are like constantly competing to be, to like outdo each other and be like, no, I'm the real one. No, I'm the real one. And like crap like that. And it's, it's fucking well, to watch, especially because like, there will be a point where one of them gets injured and the guy just leaves, the dude just leaves them for dead and he's like, I'll miss you, brother, but I can always make another one. And so it just really makes you wonder if at this point the original is even alive anymore or if they're just both clones and they don't know it. This is true. But anyway, I say all that to say that uh, Riku and Repliku kind of remind me of that with Repliku being like, if I kill you, then I'll be the real one. And Riku promptly goes, uh, no, bitch. He's like, that's not how and it works. And destroys him. Yeah. He goes to Twilight Town where they don't, they don't try to do any cryptic, oh, the other side of your heart. He's just like, here's no, he another- just it up, brings a like, bitch for him to fight. Yeah, he's just like, here's another place. And Riku's like, where's this? Okay, whatever, fight time. Bam. And then, and then oh, such so, so a sad moment. Um, as Repliku dies, he's like, you know, I think I guess I can finally just accept myself as I am now. Where do you think I'll go when I die? Like, where, yeah. where do you think the heart of a replica goes? And so, and Riku, being sixteen and not prepared for this existential bullshit, is just like, I don't, I don't know. I guess your heart just goes wherever my heart will go. And Replica's like, no. <laughs> and Replica's just like, yeah, I guess that makes sense since I'm a clone. All right, bye. Her, <laughs> bleh. Yeah, just in the in the words of a true sixteen year old, I don't fucking know. Yeah, basically, Riku's <laughs> like, I'm sixteen. I don't know. Boy, I have got so much more shit on my mind than your existential crisis right now. But we're not done yet because uh, now Diz really wants to know: Are you going to give in to the darkness, or are you going to defeat it? And um, yeah, we hear from Namine that Ansem lives in his heart, and he gets summoned for Riku to fight. Yeah, she gives him um, a card for ca- to make Castle Oblivion. Literally playing the... Er, this is an experience that you missed out on since you're just watching the cutscenes. Uh, but the actual, like, playing of this world, it is literally two rooms, and then you just go fight Ansem. It's, it's like you you go in, you fight one room's worth of uh, Heartless, you fight another room's worth of Heartless, and then bam, boss fight time. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, they, they tell him, like, this... Activating this card will draw Ansem out of your heart so that you can actually confront him. Basically, just a way for them to have a boss fight. Um, but afterward, Namine does make a similar offer to Riku. Like, she can seal his heart away so that the darkness will never be able to touch him again. He'll only be light. Uh, but in the process, that will erase all of his memories of all the time that the darkness had an influence over him. Which, unlike Sora, who only has to forget about Castle Bolivian, means that he would forget all of the events of, Ca- of Kingdom Hearts 1 right. and Kingdom Memories. Right, so it's so like, I- what kind of is even, I mean, okay, yeah, he's not, you know, shit bitch anymore, but still it's like, okay, so there's like all that character development gone. But again, to be fair, this is also the point in the series where I, from this point forward, will, well, at this point forward, just based on what I have seen and know what I've been allowed to see, I will not be calling him shit bitch except ironically anymore. Or, you know, affectionately. Because we insult the ones we love. Yeah, no, I always love uh, Riku's line for because he doesn't just say no thanks. I'll sit, I'll like stay awake or whatever. <laughs> he looks up at Sora and he's like, you know, Sora always has it easy. He's always goofing off or taking a nap. I should really, yeah, I should really chew him out. But you know, <laughs> I can't do that if I forgot. If I also go to sleep and forget everything, so I'll need to stay awake. <laughs> it's like you know what. He's like, you know what? That little some bitch up there. <laughs> we need to have a talk. But we can't do that if I forget. So, because Sora is all to quote one of my favorite movies is all friendship and magic and ponies and good. Riku's like, okay, I'm getting my ass kicked down here. <laughs> Please, Sora, not the time. So yeah, that is, I believe, unless there's anything I missed, that is the end of a uh, reverse rebirth where Riku goes off with his dad. That is to pretty much his, light um, and his dark. 
that is pretty much it. Uh, Diz gives both um, Riku and Mickey cloak. Uh, basically the yeah, same type of cloaks that the organization wears. He says that it will shield them from the organization being able to notice them. How true that is is really up for debate. What it does totally a trustworthy dude right now. Yeah, what we do eventually find out is that those cloaks uh, will protect your heart whenever you're traveling around in darkness. So there is at least that. It does provide um, Riku and Mickey with a level of protection for you know all the traveling that they've got to do because they can't. They're trying to keep a low profile, so they're probably not like going around on the gummy ship a lot, especially Riku since. Like, we know he can use the dark portal, so it at least is protecting his heart from being eroded by that. Um, but he, they go, they meet Diz, and he's basically like, oh, good, so you decided to stay awake. That's, that's great. And it's like, yup, and we'll find out what, they got, what they're going to do in Kingdom Hearts 2, which means more Diz. Which, for that one, just because it is a longer game, are we going to do that in one or two recaps, do you think? Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Cause that, just because that one is a bit of a longer game. And I'm honestly, at this point, I'm going to have to go back and definitely watch the recaps just to get caught up on that storyline. Yeah. And then this part, Steven, you can cut out if you need to. But are we going to do our tags all over again? Or are we just going to leave it since we've already done them the first time? Yeah, we'll still do the plugs again. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, as far as uh, whether that ends up being one episode or two, we'll sort of just play by ear. Uh we can probably get it in one because on these on these recaps we mostly cut out the plots for the <laughs> Disney episode or the right. Disney, which I'm like we'll have to talk about Tron and we'll talk about the uh, right. members showing up in uh, some of the worlds, but really we won't have to cover them too much. So just okay. plot wise, we can probably still fit it into one episode, but we'll we'll play it by ear and see how how it works out. Um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, for now, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, head into plugs. Um, you can find Nero. Do what? Oh, I was going to say, let's go ahead and do Nero, because they're not here. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So yeah, you can find us in general at Disney Minus Pod. Uh, Nero is at Dragon Smoocher. Um, they have also got a uh, Transformers podcast, um, which is called Prime Cuts. You can find that at Prime Cuts Pod. Uh, they have also taken on one hell of a... Uh, homework assignment, not even homework assignment. That implies someone else made them do it. Um, they I'm have looking like scholarship, or no? That's a that's a thesis. That's like a final graduating thesis assignment. Yeah, for real though, they've taken on the hell of a task of um, making a podcast talking about all just everything in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, that is uh, called Radio Free Heidelin. Heidelin. You can find that at Heidelin Radio. Um, I keep feeling like I'm missing something, but there you go. Uh, Kat, you talk. Uh, I'm Kat. You can find me, of course, with Steven Nero on the Disney Minus. You can also find me on my personal Twitter at ZMinus87, where, honestly, I post a lot of cat pictures and memes. Um, you can also currently see where I have a bunch of random people that are joining me in calling out Walgreens for their bullshit, uh, but mostly cat pictures. Porque <laughs> no loso. And then I am at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name on it, uh, or in it. There's also Resi Beats Pod, the Twitter for Resonant Beats, and actual play podcast that I'm on. We've got a whole, like, group, or a whole bunch of different stuff that we're doing on there. We've got some D&D. We've got some uh, interstitial, our hearts intertwined. We've got a few other side episodes doing other stuff. We had, um, I don't remember if this is actually going into the main feed or not. We had a side episode where we played a game of All Out of Bubblegum, which is fun as shit if you ever get a chance to play it. Uh, but we were doing it as, like, a celebrity Dancing with the Stars thing. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that was All Out of Bubblegum. Pretty sure. Anyway, not the point. I played the Crimson Chin on that one. It was great. Um, and then I've also got uh, Dad underscore Tastic, which is just a uh, dad joke Twitter page that I run that I'm getting back in. I'm finally managing to get back into posting semi-regularly. Uh, <laughs> the most recent joke on there that I posted, I would love to take credit for, but I can't. I got it from a YouTuber that I follow called One Topic at a Time. Um, most of the videos I've seen of him uh, that he does are like, uh, will, will be just reacting to like different memes. Like he'll open up a uh, one Reddit or another and just, go through, like, the different memes on there. He also does some streaming on Twitch, that, but I don't watch that. I think he does games. Uh, anyway, the joke was, 
Um, so fucking incredible. Kat, I, I know I already messaged it to you, but Kat, did you know that people are actually born with four knees? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, Stephen, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's, it's really weird. You see, the thing is, two of them will eventually become your adult knees. <laughs> oh, my God, I fucking love that one. It's so good. Anyway, though. Um, I've got one for you, too, Stephen. Do what? I've got one for you, too. Ooh, ooh. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Anybody, wait, no, I was about to say anybody can pee soup. I did it backwards. Anybody can roast beef. But um, but up, but up, but up. You made cranberries go back. I did, he did what? When you did your little sound effect, he, okay, so he's sleeping with his back to me, and you just, his ears just went straight back when you did that noise. <laughs> he did not approve. My son did not approve. Oh, oh. Lordy. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, that, that takes care of this one. We've only got one recap left and then we'll get back into doing, uh, the regular episodes for, for these. Uh, three. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, not number three. no, wait, you said not number three X. We've got the three, three eighty something first. Three, five, eight over two days. Yeah. Did you say if we were going to do that, just the video or just the video version or the game? I've got to get that back from Michael. He has my copy. I uh, have not decided yet. Um, whenever we get the uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 recap recorded, I'll uh, I'll put a poll up either in the Discord or on Twitter to let people uh, vote if they want us to do uh, the game or the movie. Um, okay. Yeah, so we'll we'll decide it then. Uh, in okay. the meantime, in the meantime, you know, have fun and stuff. Um, fuck Disney, and I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. And God damn it, now I got to find something else to call Riku. <laughs> <laughs>